My legs. My legs. Uh, haven't we already done that as an intro? It's worse this time, Brad. Okay, okay, let's get into it. All right, happy Monday, everybody. Super Swole Bros are back. And again, uh, we're back to the Skype. Um, I can't move, so I'm <laughs> glad not to go over there right now. Yeah, uh, so uh, Isaac's back on his uh, challenge. Uh, you're doing your stack review, so at the end of the month, you're going to give your final score. I can't even remember what our score was. I can't either, but we can find it in the archives. Yeah, we can find it. Um and I'm back on my Pokemon challenge, but I'm also doing my own thing where uh, I'm going to be using a uh, altitude mask. A.K.A. a Bane mask, basically. Yeah, Bane mask. <laughs> Do you believe? Um, uh, I'm going to be using an altitude mask for most of my workouts this month, uh, and we're going to kind of talk about the results with that. But before we even talk about anything, Isaac, we are doing the weirdest Swole Juice review we have done. I can't tell if I'm nervous or excited. Yeah. Okay. So I found these on the good old Amazon. It's called Fit Soda Benefits with Bubbles. And it's a no sugar BCAA soda. And it's saying um, it has aminos for recovery, electrolytes for hydration, no artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives, sugar-free, gluten-free, vegan. And then one of the taglines on it is, You've worked too hard to just drink water. And I kind of like that. And I will say this. If this is good, I will be extremely happy with that. So we have two. So we have the black cherry cola and the root beer vanilla float. I am uh, I am scared. I, I'm a little terrified. I think we'll start with the black cherry cola. And now we usually only do one swole juice. Like whenever we do the reviews, we'll only do one swole juice. Uh, by one company, and if we have more than one thing from a company, we'll like split it up. But we're not sure we want to try this again. We're, so. Yeah, we're not sure we want to try these again. So we're gonna start with the black cherry cola. Okay, uh, save root beer for last. Yeah, save root because to me that just sounds like that'll be better. And if it's not, all right. So this is clear. I was expecting something red. Yeah, I was expecting. So, I mean, you know what? Uh, bottoms up. Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Yeah, you, you go first. I'm... I go first. Okay. I mean, it smells all right, maybe, but I'm waiting for the look on Brad's face. He's processing. You know, it's not bad. Really? It's not nice. great. On, like, on. it's not bad. I don't immediately hate it. Yeah, but, like, I'm wondering if as you drink it, if it gets worse. Because, you know, there's some of those things, like, the more you oh, drink yeah, it, like, like, oh, yeah. yeah. But this is, you know, it's not um, definitely cherry forward. Yeah, but towards the end, that, that cherry fades away real quick. Yeah, I was expecting more of a cola taste. You know, it's, now, would I drink this again? Yeah, actually. It, it wouldn't be my first choice, I admit. It would no, not be and, the first choice. Okay, but I would drink of, it. Part of the reason I was looking at these is because I love soda. You love so well. Uh, I don't know your take on soda, but you know, uh, we have a very complicated relationship. We talked a lot when I was younger, but nowadays not so much. Yeah, 
I love soda and I am trying to drink it less. And I figured, you know, if I can find a good sugar free one that like has the benefits, this has the BCAA in it, you know, why not? Yeah. I don't so, hate it. So far, I'm actually impressed. Um, I was scared about how the flavor was going to be that I wasn't even worried about the BCA part. Yeah, same. So, all right. So the root beer one also is clear. Oh, wait. Yeah, I should open that one. Hold on. And it smells like root beer. You know what? This might taste like birch beer. How how does root beer be clear? Well, birch beer is root beer type thing, but it's clear. I think birch beer is better. It smells just like root beer. It smells exactly like root beer. And that gives me hope because I love some root beer. So I'm I'm looking, I'm trying to see your your I get the I get the root beer. It's just not as strong as I thought it was gonna be. It's like watered down root beer, which That's kinda nice. Yeah, it's not, and that's it's not the, an the, offensive flavor. Oh my god, I got a hint of vanilla at the end. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's good. What we were, the hell? We were uh, totally on the wrong <laughs> side of this. We, we were, were so scared. Terrified. Oh, my God. Okay, so, guys, this is Fit Soda. This is actually really good. And they have more flavors, too. Um, so, you know, okay, so it's saying, okay, um, Fit Soda, it's made in Rocky Mountains. Um, and it's kind of like... Why don't you want to, you know, have some soda? And now this actually reminds me a lot of the root beer flavored protein shake that we had with uh, Shanice. But like less offensive. Yeah. It's smoother. It's way smoother. Well, but you gave that thing a 10. Well, because the flavor was awesome. Mm -hmm. This one, the flavor is less so, but it's smoother than what I thought it was going to be. Now, we were... Going into this thinking these were not going to be good. I have been saying to Brad all week, these are going to taste funky, dude. He's going to taste funky. Oh, my God. Okay, so so real quick, before you chug anything, uh, grab the cherry soda, give it one more taste, and let's give it a score. See, he says that as I was about to chug. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, going back to the cherry, I definitely think the root beer is the winner of the two. Yeah, I, I agree on that. So the cherry... Hard to go back to the cherry, actually. I mean, it's not bad, but... But I've had better now. Okay, I'm I'm going to officially give the cherry a six. I'm going to be nicer and say seven, because we when we sipped it, we did, we did kind of enjoy it. Briefly. Yeah, that's, that's true. Now, the root beer, though. Ten. <laughs> you can't just go... All right, so Isaac's giving it a straight 10. I'm going to give it an 8, so so it's going to be an even score of a 9. That's still pretty damn good. Yeah, for something that we were scared to try, that's amazing. Oh, I'd buy it again. What do you What do you think? I mean, I, I might start buying it, to be honest. I think, I think we might need to bring this up to Tahoe, get a 12-pack of this and bring it to Tahoe for when we're up there. I mean, I'm down. I, I would I would say I, I vote root beer flavor. Just saying. Well, but they have more flavors. At the moment, my current choice is root beer. So, should we get the other two flavor? I think they have two more flavors. Should we get those and try what, them? What are they first, though? Hold on. Um, let me let me check for you. Uh, I believe one of them's lemon lime, so like a sprite. You know what I mean? 
I, I do oh, like Sprite oh. over Coke, if I'm honest. So uh, we'll try. Uh, okay, try that one. Yeah. All right. So, oh, okay. Actually, so they have cr- orange creamsicle, which sounds good. And then they have the lemon lime, the soda one. Uh, you know, like the Sprite flavor. Sprite, Sprite is one. Yeah. I'm down and, for the Sprite. And so, so we're given the, the, the cherry a 6.5 and the um, root beer a 9. Because you said a 8, nine. I said 10. Yes. And so, all right, so I just want to look at the, so a lot of people on Amazon, it's either, oh my God, these are great. And then there's a bunch of people who are like, this is terrible. It's either, it's either. So you're very hot or cold on the subject. They either gave them a five star or a one star. I do not see any like two star. Oh, I see one three star review. Well, considering I immediately went for a 10 ranking on our scale, I, I get where they're coming from because it's way better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Like, like if you go in this with low expectations, you will be blown away. Yeah, it looks like the highest rated one is going to be the lemon lime. Spreadish one. Yeah, I'm down. You know, I'm I'm surprised. Fit soda. You know, if you want to send us a case of the other two, let us That'd know. be nice. That'd be nice. And props to you guys. Like, sorry, I was so scared to try your stuff. It's good. Yeah, same. Um, I will say it's definitely not something I'm I'm gonna drink every day. But it's it's nice for if you want a soda. And I did realize, the... yeah, yeah, I did realize the more I've been working out, the less I've been craving soda. But like, still, I do get the craving from time to time. I'm hey, you know what? Props. Okay, so Less why don't busy we... than I would have thought, but I still enjoy it. Yeah. So why don't we move on? Um, so we've been back at the gym now. Uh, we're hoping it stays open because all this crap's numbers are going up the wrong way. But yeah. So hopefully we're going to be able to finish your challenge or my challenge this month. I'm at least going to keep up the, the 5K a day thing. Yes. I've got that going even before I went back to the gym. And it's definitely well. It's definitely a benefit. Yeah. Um, now, I tried something new uh, at the gym. I got an altitude mask to give a try. So how uh, does this work exactly? For those who don't know. Not okay. me. I totally know. But for those who don't. <laughs> so an altitude mask is uh, a mask that you put on and it has different settings on it uh, to restrict airflow into the mask. Um, so the the thought behind it is you're restricting the amount of oxygen you're getting in. Therefore, it's like training at different altitudes. Now, the reason that people are using them is because if your body is using less oxygen, it starts to use the oxygen more efficiently, supposedly. There's like I was reading up on this and there's like a lot of conflicting, uh, conflicting like science pieces about it. So it's like kind of split. So um the thought is then if you're training at altitude quote unquote then when you go back to sea level where the air is you know where you have more oxygen you perform um, better you're able to perform better and your muscles are also able to use oxygen more efficiently so now i'm i'm getting it more as an experiment because we're going to be doing tahoe and no matter what happens we're going to be doing a run in tahoe that's going to suck i admit but I'm going to keep my training, so hopefully I don't die there. Um, 
so for me, I need to kind of get used to less oxygen. I want to try to be able to beat my last year's time, which is going to be a bigger challenge for this year because now I have like the heart thing going on. We haven't been able to go to the gym for a while. There's a lot of things that are going to be uh, impacting my performance in, in Tahoe this year. So I want to, I want to be ready and that's yeah. the goal. Be ready. So thinking about, uh, how the, the oxygen mass works, I am very curious about like other forms of training to get ready for racing at altitude, things of that nature. Um, I know a lot of people say pretty much, um, if you're going to be doing any sort of Spartan race, whenever you run on a treadmill, have it at a constant incline. Makes sense, I, and I understand it. I just hate a constant incline because no. <laughs> um, but I do mess with the incline on the treadmill quite often. Uh, hopefully, we're going to be able to get back to the trails, do a trail run. Uh, you have my old shoes, essentially. Now, you know, that'd be great. Um, I can actually run without the proper shoes. Um, it'll probably—it's definitely going to be a, a a lot more difficult um currently for us um it's going to be a really it, hard task because i haven't been trail running in a long time you are running but you haven't been trail running in a longer yeah. period of time than i have yeah um so it's definitely something that we're going to have to tackle um now and that leads me to what are we going to do to get ready to get back into a trail run um and for you 5k every day yeah, I'm already um, getting started. I'm on four days in, and my legs hate me more than they ever have before. I'm actually, because the altitude mask, I am going backwards. So today, I I went back to the old way I would do it, which would be a 25-minute run. Didn't matter how far I got in those 25 minutes, as long as I was able to mostly consistently run during the 25 minutes. So See, like, I realized... Limiting your oxygen like that, that's just, that's, that's, that's such a Vegeta move. That's something he would totally do, just to pull one over on Goku. And I'm training to beat Goku, or at least Krillin. At least Krillin, but oh, that mask is just scary business. Yeah, it is. And it's actually really interesting because I'm usually able to run fairly fast on a treadmill. Obviously, it's been a little while, so you know my my uh, speed isn't up. So what I did is I started at about five point one miles per hour, and then every two minutes increased it by point one just to kind of get back into the flow of it. And while you're wearing the altitude mask, oh my God, it is so much more difficult than I could have thought it would be. Um, I'm scared to try it, which I'm sure I will at one point, but I'm in no rush for that. Yeah. Now, I do have a few complaints about an altitude mask. Um, I don't, uh, like, they're very um, uncomfortable, and you're talking about me doing an hour workout plus a 30 minute run. You know, that's that's an hour and a half of just pure like it's just the most uncomfortable thing. And it's not really the comfort of the mask itself. It's more of the condensation that builds in the mask from your breathing. So it just gets like uncomfortably wet, wet. Yeah, like really wet. It's just and with the beard. Oh, come on. See, um, that's why I, I keep my face shaven, just saying. Now, I did notice something really interesting, an interesting side effect that I had with the with the altitude mask. And I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but you know how when you run, you tend to start to breathe in through your mouth? And, yeah, yeah. 
I could not do that. So I had to breathe in and out my nose. Oh, that's so that's not great, especially which, for a run. Well, no, but a lot of athletes tell you when you run, it's in through your nose, out through your mouth. You're supposed to breathe only in through your nose when you're running. So it forced me to do that, which was very interesting for me. And I think it actually helped my performance a little bit in that aspect. Um, At the end of the run, I wasn't nearly as tired as usual. Then again, I also wasn't going as fast as usual. But I was going for longer than I had been in a long time. Um, So I'm just, I'm really interested if that is just like, maybe it's just the mask I have is a little too uncomfortable around the chin, which prevents me from doing that. Or if it's actually a side effect of wearing an outsuit mask. It it might be the side effect. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely there were a few instances where I did have to lower the altitude or up the altitude. I kind of like made it flow a little bit. So like after a minute, I'd make it harder and then harder a minute later, harder a minute later, then easier a minute later, then easier. You know, like I kind of went back and forth throughout. Like you're going up and down. Yeah. Throughout the whole scale, um, which I don't know if I should, maybe I should just keep it on one setting for an entire run see what happens. Um, here I am drinking this root beer. (laughs) Yeah, mine's actually tough. Oh, mine's mostly gone, actually. I I will Sad. say this, uh, going back to the to the swole juice. I will. I do understand why people might not like it, because especially with the smell, you're expecting root beer. root beer. Yeah, um, and it's not there. Still, um, there are tints of it. If anyone, if anyone is in the Salinas area and wants to try one, I had to get twelve packs. So if you guys want to try them and you're in the Salinas Monterey Marina area of California, let me know and we might be able to work something out for like, I don't know, three bucks or something. Cause this the 12 pack isn't exactly cheap. It's almost $30. Really? For yeah. So- 20 specialty soda, but still yeah, $27 for the 12 pack is what it came out to. I think it was $27.99. Um, now, luckily, I was able to get um, it through Amazon. So, you know, I got the free shipping, which was great. But that's another reason why I kind of am at pause to actually order this and drink it consistently. If I order this, this is going to be a treat. You know what I mean? Is Yeah, it's kind of pricey for just 12 of them, you know. Again, though, I understand it. I mean, swole juice is expensive. Yeah. Um. We're kind of getting back to the training in the gym altitude. Man, your dogs are just having a blast over there, aren't they? Well, I mean, there's there's people have been doing fireworks since like two o'clock in the afternoon, which doesn't make sense to me. You can't see any of it. Yeah, my dogs hear it and they hate it. Yeah, understandable. I mean, so guys, pardon the dog noises, but you know it is what it is. Um, so like the question about altitude training that I have is is the altitude mask actually going to be the benefit or is it more beneficial to actually train at altitude? I feel like it's probably more beneficial to train at altitude if you can. Mm -hmm. And the mask is just when you can't. Yeah. And, and also I have the other question of, is this really something that should be used every workout or is it something that should be used on occasion? Uh. Um, I mean, it's going to be up to you as you use it. 
Yeah, but you you see what I mean. It's it's a little bit, especially for me, it's new. Um, and you know me, I, I when I go to the gym, I I go to the gym. I'm there. I'm focused. I'm hitting it hard. Um, I've been uh, to the gym with you, Brad. I know. Yeah, I've suffered for it. I know. Uh, so it, it is it is a little bit different um i might actually try to get a different altitude mask because the one i got was kind of like the one with the most good reviews that i could find that i could also afford okay so so maybe there's a more comfortable one that maybe i can get a little later on a little further down the line but for right now i think it's a, a good investment and for anyone who's training for a spartan race training for a tough mutter training for really any sort of uh race or OCR that you plan on doing, it could be a benefit. Um, now, does that mean it's something that you absolutely need in order to do it? Absolutely not, because I did Tahoe last year in just over or just under four hours, and that's 13 miles. Yeah, so, so you don't need it to get the job done. You don't need it, but I think this year will be the year where I kind of will be able to, maybe at the end of the year, I can actually be like, yes. This is worth it. Do it. Or, you know, it's not bad. Um, but what about you? So going back to the gym for you now, because uh, you're doing the Swole Juice review. So how right. was it? Because uh, you said today was the first day using the Swole Juice again. Um, yeah. Yeah. So how was it uh, today? So it's a little different because before what I would do was I would go in the morning. I'd do the Swole Juice as I was working out and then I'd stop and do my cardio. And then I would go home and whatnot. Yeah. Now I kind of have to split it up because my work hours are different. Yeah. So what I'll do is I'll run the 5K in the morning. And then after work is when I actually go to the gym for weightlifting. And that's when I actually start doing the swole juice. I don't do it for the run anymore. I just do it for the lifting. Yeah. And And again, the the BCAA is going to be beneficial for after runs, but... You know, you don't need to be drinking it constantly. Yeah. Um, as long as you're getting it in your system, I think that you're doing the right thing. Um, so your runs, you're starting off at a, just about a 5K. Sometimes you do a little bit less, though. I know you told me that every now and then you kind of like push it back, depending on time and uh, other factors that may be involved, which is totally reasonable, understandable. I, I don't think anyone would fault you for that. Um I've been doing the 5K more lately because I've been going earlier in the morning to be able to have time for that. So do you feel like um, when you're – as you're doing the 5K, do you – have you noticed any sort of difference in your 5K times or how you feel afterwards? Um, Well, I definitely know for – without the weight, I'm able to get like half an hour rather than like 36, 37 minutes. So I'm a little – I am a little faster and I can go for longer than I could – yeah, without stopping or slowing down. Um, I think I may be overworking it a little because for the past three days, my times have gone slightly down, but in the day they kind of went back up a little bit. I, yeah, I was slacking, so. and and that that could also be one of the things. Like, yes, we were doing five k every day because we were consistently running up until that point. Um, yeah. it might, uh, it might be beneficial to break it up a little bit. So like maybe two five Ks in a row follow and then like one, one mile run, you know what I mean? So like Monday, Tuesday, it's a five K then a mile run, then a five K then a two mile run type thing. Maybe break it up a little bit, kind of see if that, if that helps m- maintain. 
So that, that way, said, I am getting a lot of supplies in my zombies run, and I don't want it to stop because I'm finally upgrading the base. Just, just uh, yes. Oh, dude, I've been up the base. I love zombies run so much. Uh, zombies run. If you want to sponsor us, uh, you know, hit us up. Um, so, but why don't we? Why don't we move away from exercise, Isaac? Let's let's move more into the virtual world. Um, oh. I my Xbox might be finally dying, and that is so close to the to the Series X coming out. You're not sure if you should do anything to fix it or not. I just I just want it to hold on. There's I just a- want it to hold on. I turned it off the other day, and it didn't turn off. It kept blinking at me, like it stayed on and just kept blinking. Oh yeah, it might have been updating. No, because like it, it went, the screen went off. But like it, my Xbox has a thing where it automatically turns on and off the TV when you turn it on or off. I don't yeah, think was it, was it updating. It might be like if you okay. You know what? Maybe auto update, right? Yes. So it might have been downloading some updates right then. Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll double check the Xbox a little bit later, and we'll see what's happening with that then. Um, but uh, you know. I, I need to start getting back into the Pokemon challenge. Um, just yes, a few things do. are few things are happening this week. I need to take care of after this week. I should be good to go back into it. And you know, I have like a half month head start for it, so I'm not as concerned as I should be. Um, now, speaking of Pokemon, the new expansion came out. Well, the first half, anyway. Yes, the first half of the new expansion came out. Now, did you purchase the expansion? Have you purchased any of the expansions? Um, well, it's an like, expansion pass. So you you pay for both of them, and you only get the first one now, and you get the next one when it releases. Yeah, but didn't they have another expansion a while back? Did they? I don't recall I any other did. expansion. I think they did. I mean, they had like a little mini update where you can catch the new Slowpoke that's in the expansion but beyond that oh okay so. all right so that that might be what i'm thinking about yeah it was like so, a little introduction like oh you can you'll soon be able to go here and find these new pokemon here's a gotcha. slow poke with a yellow crest yeah yeah out. so uh have you gotten the expansion the update yet or no as of yet i have not my buddy has though and he told me it's amazing and i should get it i've just been waiting for a paycheck that's a fair assessment um so do you think that this is going to be the future of Pokemon? Do you think the Switch is kind of like the end-all be-all for Pokemon? Or do you kind of miss the handheld, you know? I mean, the Switch is handheld, but, you know, like where it's only on a handheld system as opposed to uh, two-in-one. I mean, I feel like they'll do, they'll probably keep it at, like, there'll be some pure, if they have pure handheld consoles, they'll have Pokemon games for them, for sure. Yes, I agree I with feel that. Like the main series will also like go on Switch-like devices. I don't know how they're going to update that. I'm like, excited to see how they how they uh, um, top this one. But no, yeah, I, I, I like being able to switch between. I can take it with me, and I can put it on the big screen. Yes, that's um, that's one of the things I've loved about the Switch and Pokemon. Yeah, and Pokemon has always been the type of, like, it is the quote-unquote on-the-go game. They always encouraged, like, you being able to play with your friends, you know, the Link Cable OG. Then they had the NFC communicators. 
Then they have online. They had Pokemon Go. They have all these things to encourage you to be social, which a lot of people look at gamers as antisocial. And it's like, but we have so many ways of communicating and hanging out with people. We just don't need to be in the same room to do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it turns out right now we're the, we're the ones the best off. Yeah. You're fine. (laughs) You know, Hey, uh, COVID is COVID's not coming through the computer screen. Yeah. Or, or can it, I mean, they keep updating what COVID can and can't do. We don't know. Um, I, I I just I I really hope that no matter what Pokemon continues to be able to be a handheld style game. Um, the only reason I say that is I'm a little worried. Like the Switch is kind of an experiment. It's doing real well. Yeah, it's succeeding. Um, oh yeah. So I'm wondering if more if like the PlayStation Six is going to be a hybrid. Prob- I would say probably, or at the very least, there would be some functionality between them and the handheld like there always is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Xbox has never made a handheld system. Microsoft. Um, the closest thing they made was cell phones. They've never made a yeah, handheld. They've never, they never made a handheld. But I, I guess... Wonder, no. like, I, I, wonder, I wonder if they will. Because I feel like the handheld, especially when you're talking about the demographic, um, typically uh, a lot of people view the demographic of video gamers being college-aged. Typically, college-aged and younger. But, you know, obviously that that is a misconception depending on what what game you're talking about. Um, And I just feel like handheld systems are a little bit easier, especially if you're in college or high school or, you know, because especially if you're in college, if you're going off to college, you just bring your handheld. You don't need to pack, you know, your Xbox, throw it in your suitcase and pray to God it doesn't get busted by the airport. You know what I mean? I mean, I've taken an Xbox to an airport. It took a while because you had to take the whole thing out, but they let me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Uh, where with a, hand, a with a handheld, it's just like pop, pop, done, whatever. Um, yeah. So, do you think Xbox should make a handheld? I I don't know. I don't think they they need to because like they're they're going for like more of a like you can switch back and forth between your Xbox and your PC by having games and play anywhere games, right? Yeah, they're they're pushing for that more than investing money into a handheld. That's fair. Yeah, and they have a huge like digital library of games, which is honestly great because now I can just as soon as it's out, I can just pay for it, download it, done. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, digital games. Um, I prefer having a physical copy for two reasons: one, I can trade it in or sell it to somebody. And two, it's kind of like that feeling of like you have something you're holding in your hand. You know what I mean? Um, kind of like the difference between an actual book and a Kindle. Yeah, yeah. Like I use my Kindle and I love it, but I'd rather there are times where I just I'd rather get the regular book. Um, I get both. Yeah, sometimes I do. Honestly, The Martian, I got both because it made sense. Um, so. 
like that kind of led me to the little dilemma. So with the new Xbox coming out, they're having the Series X and then the Series S. And the Series S is supposed to be an all-digital version. Now, but I have a lot of physical games, so would it be beneficial for me to, you know, not just beneficial but financially responsible of me to go with the digital version, which is supposed to be cheaper? And then also, I, I can't double as a Blu-ray player. That's the other thing. I mean, for me, the the, the S would make a lot of sense because most of my games are digital. Yes. I have very few physical discs at this point. But the ones I do have, I still use occasionally. Yeah. Uh, for me, I just think it's more reasonable for me to get the X because, again, I use my Xbox often as a DVD player and a Blu-ray player. Um, and I'd hate to lose that capability on it and have to get like a whole different uh, system. That's um, um, you, you would still have your Xbox to use as a Blu-ray. Yeah. Assuming it doesn't die on you. Well, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm, uh, whenever I get the X, I'll probably trade it in. Fair enough. You know, get an extra 50 bucks towards the new system or whatever. I don't, I don't know. Um, but that, you know, that, those are just my thoughts on it. Um, so what, what games have you been playing lately? I have been playing Seda K2 and... You're still on that. Well, I mean, I, I just got the achievement for killing 10,000 zombies. Now I, I feel like I can't stop. I didn't know there was an achievement for getting that. <laughs> so now you're just, you're looped in. You're good. Yeah. That'll like, probably be your game for like the next month. Well, I, I think there's a challenge of getting lasting 100 days in the same community. And that's what I want to do. But like, time only goes when you're playing the game. So you have to play it until it goes to 100 days. Ooh, oh. That, that'll take a while. It's yeah, like, that will. It's not a full 24 hours. I think it's like an hour and a half time is one day. But. Okay. You so so a, little, a little more reasonable. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to be a literal 100 days. That would but, be absolutely insane. I mean, I'd do it because. It's not like I ha it's not like I don't have the time right now. Yeah. That's that's true. Uh, but it'll be a little bit more manageable. But surviving through like the constant hordes and freak zombies and blood plague is annoying. Oh yeah, I, I totally bet. Um that's one of the things about zombie games that always kind of turned me off is like you're dealing with all these hordes, you're like, you know, it, it gets repetitive and stressful at the same time where usually when I play video games, I just kind of want to kick back. Like there, um, there is a way to set up so that you're, you're pretty much unstoppable behind the wheel of a car. And then when it gets damaged, you just go back to base and repair it and just go out <laughs> driving again. That, that's Mad Maxing the zombie apocalypse. That's, that's pretty entertaining. Um, yeah, I've never like, I've played a few zombie games. Um, I enjoy them. Um, but they aren't really, I don't, I don't really ever go back to them. If that makes sense. I feel like whenever I beat a zombie game or like beat the story version of the zombie game, I just don't really care after that. I, I don't go back for the achievements. Whereas with other games, I, I tend to go back 
to try to get an achievement or something. Yeah, I get um, that. I think this is the only zombie game I've gone back to because it's really big on replayability. Like you, every time you unlock um, or you finish a playthrough, it gives you bonuses yeah. for the next one. Oh, that's and, pretty cool. And it pushes you to like, okay, do them all. Do them all. You'll be fine. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Um, and the sad part is it's working. <laughs> yeah, obviously. So, Isaac, what are are you excited? So this episode is recorded the day before the 4th of July. Comes out, obviously, on the 6th. But uh, what are what are your plans for this 4th? What, what are you going to be doing for the 4th of July? I am going to be frantically trying to calm down my dogs during the absolute storm of fireworks I'm assuming are going to come tomorrow. Unless everyone's just shooting them off right now. Yeah. I um, didn't have be... that much money to burn, though, to do this every single night for, like, almost a week. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. It's even, like, it, it's happening, like, near my neighborhood. It's just all over the place. And it's all the illegal fireworks in California, so... <laughs> Yeah, like the first few days, I'm fine. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're you're celebrating, you're protesting, you're doing your whatever, but constantly, even throughout yeah. the day, constantly. Yeah, and up until like two or three in the morning, it's like, oh my yes. god, stop! Um, I am gonna be making the In and Out Animal Style Mac and Cheese for my family. Um, Oh, it sounds so terribly delicious. It is quite delicious. Uh, I got the recipe from uh, Good Mythical Morning. I think we talked about the the recipe a little bit. So if anyone wants to recreate it, look up Mythical Kitchen, and they have the recipe online. I highly recommend it. However, is it diet conscious? Not exactly. But, save it for your you cheat know, day. Save it for your yeah, cheat day. Yeah, save it. It's something. It's definitely something to save for your cheat day. Um. I just need to figure out what to do with it, and I think it'll be pretty damn good. I mean, you make it, then you put it on your plate, then you eat it. That's what you do with it, right? <laughs> That's what you do with it. That's fair. But you know what? Uh, I think that we should probably go uh, get ready for the fourth coming up, and uh, I hope everyone had a good, safe holiday weekend, and uh, you guys spent it you know, with your family. Um, obviously, you know, it's a little bit harder for us to celebrate things as we usually do, uh, due to the pandemic. Um, I just, I hope everyone's safe, you know, stay healthy, stay safe. Uh, but until next time, this is the super swole bros. Signing out.